Well, hey there, folks. Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. And in this episode, we're going to give you a rare look behind the curtain and provide a behind-the-scenes perspective on the return of the Monday Project on KGRG. Uh, this episode here, this is an expanded version of that same episode that you heard a couple episodes ago. So if you'd like to hear that show, that episode, The Return of the Monday Project, as it originally aired live out on 89.9 KGRG-FM, go back a couple episodes in the feed to hear the the polished best version of The Return of the Monday Project with, with me and longtime co-host Elijah. Uh, that version, the one that you heard both on the radio and here on Mike Seibert Radio Podcast, was trimmed for time and was fully produced, including music and KGRG promos, and is, again, just kind of like a polished expression of what that alumni show was, again, as it originally aired and presented here on the podcast as well. This is something different. Um, this is the raw version of the original recording of my conversation with Elijah, uh, which includes our conversations before, during, and after the actual show that you've already heard. So it's kind of like a, a completed uh, version of that. And I thought it would be fun to share here as an opportunity for you to compare and contrast, you know, kind of give you a feel for my process and in, in terms of how I approach editing and kind of how something goes from like a raw recording into a more polished podcast. At least that's what part of my motivation was for sharing this material with you. However, I will confess that the real reason, or more accurately, the primary reason why I'm publishing this episode is twofold. And it starts with the night that our show aired live on KGRGFM. Uh, both Elijah and I were listening. And while the show was playing, he messaged me, uh, noticing that his vocal, his, uh, his microphone sounded different. And if you go back to the version of the show that aired on the radio, uh, you will notice some differences. You'll, you'll notice that his vocal presentation, his, his mic, um, sounds different, that the sound is a little more harsh, especially when compared to my side of the conversation. Turns out that when we connected on StreamYard, that's the platform that I use to do my live streams as well as doing uh, uh, recordings, it was picking up his webcam microphone and not the microphone that he uses for Twitch streaming. And honestly, I've had similar problems myself from time to time. There are at least a couple episodes of Two Mics, Two Furious that have that same issue as well. So um, real quick, just a, a quick PSA. If you're a podcaster specifically listening to this episode and you do different forms of content, like say live streams or videos or traditional audio only podcasts, or even if you're doing like remote meetings from work or doing work from home stuff, um, my advice to you is when you do any of that content, check your settings, specifically your microphone input. Um, 
make sure that it's set for the correct device that you want to use for that particular show or activity, especially if you toggle between devices, because like th this is again, I've lost track of the amount of times where um, a lame microphone on a webcam gets picked up instead of actually uh, somebody is fancier mic. And that's that that has happened to me personally. So um, uh, just a public service announcement for you there. End of lecture. And I, I, I will also say, though, with that difference, I didn't think much of it while I was editing the show the first time around, getting it ready to air on KGRG. But uh, when I went to go check out Elijah's Twitch channel to go check out the video, I noticed two things. One, the the audio quality on his side was way better than what I had recorded. And that also his recording was longer than mine was. Turns out he, um, so Elijah does um, streaming on Twitch, uh, playing video games and doing chats and things like that. We, we talked about this uh, during the other episode um, and you'll get to hear about it here, uh, kind of his process as well. But um, for that evening, the night that we recorded, uh, he um, he started the stream before I started recording. So basically, he's streaming live on Twitch. I'm recording for use on the podcast. So what originally, what once I saw this incongruity, what I thought I would do is try to splice the audio from both the Twitch stream and my recording from StreamYard to... Uh, basically create a new cut of the show for the podcast here, a, uh, a, a uh, Zack Snyder cut of the, of the Monday project, if you will. Um, that turned out to be far more labor intensive than I was interested in. So I, I gave it a go, but I very quickly abandoned that project, but still, since I did put some effort into it, um, I wanted to share that material with you here in some fashion, not knowing how long the video would continue to be up on Elijah's Twitch channel. In fact, I, I, I don't even know if right now if it's there or not. Um, so that's how I landed on this presentation of the return of the Monday project, two episodes, two versions of the same show. Uh, this version is obviously longer. And since it's, part of the recording that's already been out on the internet publicly already. I'm, um, I'm just going to leave everything in. So that includes all of the tea that was spilt, all of the pre-show grab ass, um, uh, so much ass grabbed at both the beginning and the end of the show, as well as everything I trimmed out of the version of the show that aired, uh, both for time and content. So there's, a. Uh, so th there's some good stuff there for you, especially if you want to compare and contrast the two episodes. Um, this this truly is a raw and uncensored episode. Um, now, with that, before we dive in, I also want to let you know that I recently visited the KGRG studios in Auburn, Washington, and sat down with Jeff McMillan, the director of broadcast operations for Green River College, as well as John Kasprick, the chief engineer 
and uh, faculty there at KGRG and Grim River College. And we talked about the legacy and the future of KGRG. It was uh, it was it was a really fun and insightful conversation, and I'm hoping to get that published soon. Uh, you will probably hear that episode directly after this one. Um, in the meantime, you if if you're interested in being on the air and learning how to do radio and podcasting, you can get live on air experience at KGRG, the student-run radio station over at Green River College this fall. Classes start on Monday, September 25th. You learn all about radio production, broadcast technology, and the business of radio. Uh, Check out KGRG.com and GreenRiver.edu for more information on this unique program that means so much to me. I mean, literally, I wouldn't be here talking to you if not for my experience at KGRG. I talk about that a lot in this episode. I'll talk about it a lot in the next episode. But the foundation of... What Mike Seibert Radio is comes from that foundation of being a part of KGRG. So it's always it's always something that that I will uh, be evangelical for as long as I continue to be a uh, broadcaster, podcaster, whatever. Um, but for now, let's uh, let's go ahead and eavesdrop on my conversation with Elijah as the Monday Project returns, raw and uncensored, right here. On Mike Seibert Radio. I've been corresponding with a bunch of people over Messenger uh, over like the last like three days. So I so I'm getting rummy in terms of like who I've told what. Yeah. But but basically the what what John told me the these alumni shows would be would be anywhere from like a you know, couple minutes. Hey, you know what? Uh, you know, my name's Mike. I used to be on, uh, you know, Monday nights back in the day, blah, blah, blah. You know, wishing KGRG a happy 50th anniversary. It was one of the best times of my life. Bye. And yeah. like, you know, you just do it on a phone or something or something more elaborate. Like what we're going to do is, you know, just, just do a, just do a dang show. Oh yeah. Now I, um, I, I don't know if we have the, um, I don't know how to phrase it, but basically looking to do about an hour of material. So yeah. it'd be like, you know, like a one hour show. I, um, I don't think anybody was asking anybody to do more than that. Like, you know, so I don't think anybody's doing like three hour shows or yeah. anything like that. That, that stuff's kind of, that stuff's kind of off the, there. off the table, but, yeah. but like, but like some folks are doing like, you know, the, those couple minute hits like on phones, other folks are doing um, slightly longer segments, like you know, ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh, the way the way John told me is like, well, they're going from like five minutes to fifteen minutes to a half hour to some folks doing a full hour. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, if you're asking, <laughs> um, I, I'll give you an I can oh, give yeah. you an hour. I can oh, yeah. give you an hour. I mean, there's. So, so the segment idea thing, we, we can, we can brainstorm that I could be talked out of it. I was, I guess what I was just imagining because like, like Tom, uh, Tom, geez, uh, John, what he had said was like more or less fully produce the show, you know, yeah. and I could do that on my side. I'll do the editing and throw in some music and things like that. Yeah. The, um, uh, I'll submit it through Dropbox then he'll take it and then just import it into the system and it'll just play. 
so the the thing I asked him, I was like, well, what about like yeah, spot blocks and uh, and uh, legal IDs and things like that? And he's like, well, you know, if you leave a couple minutes, you know, left over, that that'll be just fine. Makes like, sense. It does make sense. <laughs> so so then I started think about well. You know, let's, you know, if we're going to do a radio show, let's do it right and actually do like, you know, kind of like planned segments. Yeah. Um, so I guess so my my first initial thought was to do four segments. Yeah. Um, depending upon how the flow goes, maybe we just do two. Uh, I don't know. I I, I, I think that'll just kind of come organically to us as, as we kind of start uh, brainstorming here. But, yeah, I was kind of thinking like four breaks, four ideas. Uh, with, with kind of like a emphasis, just quite frankly, on nostalgia. Yeah. Just like, hey, you know, this this is, uh, you know, what, you know, th- this is kind of where where I ended up. I mean, I, 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 as you could, I mean, the sun's in my face now. The, sun's, the sun is setting down over at uh, over Elliott Bay. That's that's why I'm all washed out. But basically, I'm in the KVI studio right now. Nice. So I'm out. I'm, I just got off work. So yeah. I literally got off work at my radio job to uh, to chat about, you know, how life. I directly benefit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Life from like, you know, the radio program. So I could yeah. I could talk about that stuff um, uh, pretty extensively. But more, I thought, you know, we would just kind of talk about like the fun times we had and, you know, just, uh, you know, <laughs> how, 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 how that was how that was just a. You know, a, a a cool time of our lives. Yeah. You know? and no, I, I'm down. And I, and I imagine other folks would kind of, you know, kind of have the same thing. Like I've, like I said, I've, I've been messaging with all kinds of folks, and you know, all kinds of folks talking about like, oh, they're gonna like resurrect part of their old shows and things like that, which, which would be super rad. But yeah, I'm I'm just honestly because uh, as as you know, I, I do Twitch streaming and stuff like that. So I, I have this stream going on right now. Um, hi everybody. <laughs> um, nice. But I kind of figured I'd give like a cool like behind the scenes kind of view of everything. I mean, they're obviously going to hear as we talk. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so everything's everything's good. <laughs> um, Sweet, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just just chilling here in the room. I had to turn off the AC. I, I um, it was one of those sacrifices were made type things because it's either <laughs> I can I can talk and have the AC going, and all you just hear in the background is just and make an awful sound, or I could just be a little warm. So <laughs> that's Damn. that's what we're doing right now. I love it. I love it. That's that's how we do. I mean, it's it has been so hot lately. It's yeah. crazy. I don't understand. So, so you're out in Ellensburg, right? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, unfortunately, but I'm actually. It's actually starting to get kind of good now. <laughs> nice, nice. So, uh, so catch me up a little bit. Kind of tell me the story. What? Uh, how, how long you been out there? What? Uh, what you been doing? So I moved out here in Ellensburg around 2020, I think. Um, Ariel, my girlfriend. Um, she started to go to school around 2018, 2019, give or take. And once uh, once COVID, unfortunately, hit, mm-hmm. I got let off from my job over at... I can't think of the, the name right now. Enterprise, there we go. I got, I got okay. let off from Enterprise, and so I was kind of in, in limbo trying to decide what the next move was, and she was like, let's move in together. 
And I was like, you know what? Why not? What's the worst that could happen, honestly? <laughs> yeah. um, and the the worst that could happen is she's had three years of trying to figure out how to tolerate me each and every day. <laughs> but, yeah, moved out here. It's been pretty nice. I um, was working at Dairy Queen for about two years, and it was one of those things where I was kind of uh, just trying to make ends meet. It wasn't necessarily what I wanted to be doing with, with my, my life, but like at the same time, I don't have that same, I don't know, I, I will say pride, where people think that they're a little yeah. too good for, for working at like a fast food place or whatnot. And I kind of use that time to really like think about what I want to do with life and kind of who, who I am and stuff like that and had some fun kind of soul-searching stuff. And um, just recently actually got a job here over um, at Spectrum. And so now I'm part of that customer service kind of like front desk person. So people come over to me and I sell internet now. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. It's been I, a... Uh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I was going to say I, I, I love internet. <laughs> who who doesn't love, at this time? I love time? the internet. It's, it's kind of hard not to because um, we're getting to that point where internet makes the world go. <laughs> It's gotcha. yeah, it's kind of interesting though seeing it from the other side because you know when you're just you're just a consumer, and yeah. your your internet has gone down for the twentieth time in the day, and you're just like, oh, the internet sucks. I'm gonna go down to my local provider and give them a peace of mind. I could tell everyone now we can't do anything. There's nothing that we can do in the stores. The best that we could do is swap your your router swap your equipment and say good luck call a technician to come to you that's that's the best that we can do but people definitely come into our store seeking that we're going to that we run the internet <laughs> oh my gosh that's uh, yeah. that's bonkers it's definitely um, an experience what's uh what's your handle on twitch on twitch it'll be drace 34 d-r-a-y-c-e 34 oh there you are yeah I, uh, I I tried to tag you on Twitter, and I didn't realize that your Twitter one didn't have your full last name, and yeah. so I, I typed that in, and I was like, uh, this isn't right. <laughs> That's all good. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it was weird, because, like, with, with my Twitter handle, the thing that I wanted to try to do was, um, because, like, like folks always run into pronunciation problems with my last name. You know, they all call me like Seabird or whatever. Yeah. So I thought if I left out a letter so that they would see it's just, you know, like Mike Seibert. Yeah. That doesn't work because then they just get a Seabird. So that's... No matter, so no matter how you slice it, it's, uh, it's still... It still is what it is, but... Whatever. Yeah, that's tough. It was funny because, like, I didn't realize that at first. I was like, all right, I got it perfectly fine. Everything's all good. And then I was like, you know what? I should just check my Twitter. Let me just make sure I got everything right in this tweet. And I looked down, and it, it didn't tag anybody on that first one. And I was like, huh, okay. Let, let's go back and let's let's fix this. It's actually um, really cool. I don't know if you've been looking at... Um, the any of the the twitter sorry any of the twitter um threads that's going on right now 
But apparently one of the, the people that we helped get to Warp Tour for the tickets that we gave is actually, like, currently tweeting at me right now. What? Yeah. Um, so... I'm going to definitely mispronounce this. <laughs> but uh, they say y'all got me into Warp Tour for free er, for free years ago. Monday Project will forever live on. Hits chest right here, and that's really awesome to be able to read. That's super cool. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's like super cool to 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 see. I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, link the, that. Uh, the stamp. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah. They- they still interact with my stuff on Twitter too. That's, that's really, cool. yeah. So so yeah, they're they're tweeting at us right now. Uh, Monday nights haven't been the same without you. Yeah, um, that's 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 so <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> that's, that's what that's it. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I read that and I was like, it's crazy to think to think that like because like I haven't gotten you know I haven't communicated with them in, in a long enough time. That like it's cool to be able to just write big E from KGRG, and that's just yeah. what happens. It's like so cool to think about, you know, where where that is. I was actually um, was looking through some of my old photos and pictures and stuff like that, and I um, I had the guys from Flicker and Fade just that that video of when they did the whole power ballad for me, <laughs> and they had, they were they were singing and everything. I had that, and I was just yeah. like, yo, that's super awesome. I just saw that. Actually, I'm gonna post that in that little thread, and uh, or at least get post that on Twitter and be like, you know. <laughs> but we yeah, do that. It was uh, it was really cool. It was just really cool being able to kind of see people and hear from people that you know was there. <laughs> totally. Well, and the thing that's kind of interesting about the this whole alumni project thing, I, I posted this on Facebook, but like. I, I'm friends with a lot of folks from KGRG from back in the day and folks I haven't talked to in up to and over five years. Yeah. And so now, like I, I've been working with uh, with John Kasprick in engineering and and JP and I've just been like reaching out to folks saying like, hey man, do you want to participate in these alumni shows? And it's interesting the the conversations I've having with folks, like we're just picking up. Uh, you and I had the exact same experience, like you know, just yeah. picking up in text format, as if no time had passed. Oh yeah. So there, so there isn't like a, hey man, why new phone? Who this? Why why are you writing to me suddenly after over five years? Like yeah. you would think any other friend group. That would be weird. Oh yeah, but but it hasn't been. It's like I've picked up with folks, like uh, again, like almost like we never missed a beat. Like like we picked up where we left off. It was, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, well, I think it's kind of funny because there's been I know like there's been like uh, maybe one or two years ago we kind of did that. All right, we should definitely do a thing again. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. And then just <laughs> it just fades off. We did that a yeah. couple of times, so I'm really glad that we were able to actually get it going this time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't miss it. Wouldn't miss it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, like, yeah. It's already a lot of fun. This is, uh, this is some good stuff. Um, all this is staying in. I, I'm going to find a home for it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so since we're, since we're giving the folks kind of like a, you know, kind of inside uh, look here, behind the scenes look, kind of like the, the, the crafting of our 
of our show, I guess kind of let, let's kind of figure out, I don't know, I guess kind of structurally what we want to do. Okay. Like, I, I would imagine, um, I don't know, how much origin story stuff do we need to do? I don't, I don't know if we need to... I um, think what we could do, because um, my my stream, they don't really know about me coming from radio. So oh, yeah. what we could do is kind of like a little bit of a tie-in. You can kind of talk about how the Monday Project came to be. And then sure. I could jump in and be like, and this is how I fit in this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. Because then yeah, that no, way, I... yeah, that way you could still talk about it and be like, hey, this is how... Uh, like, it's it's that or- origin story, but it's not, like, too much origin. It's like, you know. Right, right. <laughs> because, like, I mean, I mean, you know me. You've heard some of my stuff. I, I have multiple versions of the origin story that are varying in lengths and time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, man, I think... Uh, I, I think I could find a, a concise one there as well. So, yeah, no, I and, and I like that, especially with trying to tie in your audience as well, because, yeah, now that you've been doing this uh, um, Twitch streaming and and actually from my side, I want to know more about it. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I'm excited to learn about your stream as we're talking about our stuff. So I think I, I, I think that's going to be um, um, a whole ton of fun there. Um, and then from there, yeah, I just I, you know, I guess let's just kind of talk about the the effect that KGRG had on us, you know, just kind of like, you know, going through that experience, going through it together, friendships and 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 just kind of the stuff that we accomplished, you know, like the like the, you know, shows that we went to, the bands that we, um, you know, worked with. And and, you know, because I mean, you know, there's there's a couple uh, handful of good stories there. So oh, yeah. I think that would be I think that would be. I think that would be uh, super rad. And then um, from there, we can talk about if we want to include any music or not. Because um, I, I can, since, since this whole thing is going to be fully produced. Yeah. You know, we can, you know, if we want to throw in songs, I can, I could just do that. Okay. You know, just grab, just grab them and put them in. Um, that, that way, John doesn't have to grab them from the system or anything like that. Which yeah. Would be easier for, uh, uh, for folks. Uh, because yeah, I I really don't know what the state of like the you know the access to the system and what we can do with it and what we can't. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, after the format flip, it's going to a different um, scheduling system, which ironically enough is the is the same system that I use at work. Really? So it, it's yeah, it's a, it, it's called Zeta. Okay. And and basically, KGRG currently uses a scheduling system called NextGen. Yes. Yeah, and Next yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, in fact, at my work, we used NextGen up until we moved into this new building here on Lower Queen Anne in Seattle. So uh, when we switched to Zeta, it, there was a little bit of a learning curve. But now it's kind of funny because like my experience at KGRG has followed me to work and, yeah. and back and forth. Like there was, there was a time where like I was learning stuff at work and then coming back to KGRG and say, Oh, Hey, we could get it to do this. Like really? you know, check, check this nonsense out. Yeah. We were, you know, doing all kinds of crazy stuff with like, uh, um, remember we were having like, you know, uh, button bars for like sound effects and, yeah. you know, all, all like that, that weird stuff that we were kind of figuring out. Um, how to do but yeah basically we're getting like a whole new system 
at uh, at KGRG, which is very similar to the same contemporary system that a lot of uh, modern radio stations use. So nice. again, K- KGRG is still kind of keeping up with the times in terms of having that relevant experience that they're teaching the the next generation of incoming students, which I which I think is is uh um super rad that was that was a very long way of saying that you know i'm just gonna edit the songs into (laughs) into what we do here (laughs) right no um are they gonna get new equipment and everything too or is it just same board but different software that would be my guess okay i don't um unless they can get a board from somebody else i think they're sticking with the one they got which is fine because that board works okay you know, I mean, it's, um, you know, with the wood on the sides and all that. I mean, it's it's a w- old war horse. You can, uh, it's uh, it, it's durable. It's, um, a, it's one of those ones that, like, you, like, you, you don't want to touch it too much because if you do, you're going to end up with splinters, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Where, whereas my board here at work, half of it's made out of plastic. The really? buttons are, are, like, thin plastic, and I feel like if I if I bang on it hard enough, in fact, I, I've I've gotten talking to by my boss before because like we have like new countertops. Yeah. And sometimes I like I like pound on pound on the counter when I'm like super mad. And yeah. dude comes in, he's like, "You cannot be banging on the counters like that. You'll break them." <laughs> and I'm like, "Break them? What are you talking about?" That's and he's crazy. Like, he's like, "Look underneath. It's just cheap plywood. It's like if you pound on that." hard enough that's just going to buckle and it's just going to be oh my god me broke his gun back oh no oh no so yeah anyway so yeah it would be um so anyway i i've i've been taught to be a little more gentle uh with uh uh with the equipment there um i feel that i feel that yeah i'm actually my I have this desk right here, and it's the desk I've had ever since I was like, maybe like ten or so, and it's it's still kicking, but it's definitely yeah. been through some things. <laughs> it's it's definitely it, on its, its last. It's been through the end. wars. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on its last. It's on its last leg, and that's almost a almost a literal statement, not a figurative statement at this point. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, what uh, uh, what do you want to talk about? Um, honestly, it's kind of, I, I definitely want to know, like, because obviously we're going to get to it pa- for, like, the past or whatnot, but I've seen you've been doing some really cool things with Transformers lately, and I want to oh, hear yeah. about it. I want to hear about it. It's been really cool kind of seeing what you've been doing with that and things like that. I definitely want to hear about that. I also, um, I can't really, I can't really think too much more. Cause you're a lot of the things that I was gonna say, like you know, that we could talk about. You already brought up. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's good. So yeah, I think that that almost sounds like that. That's pretty much a show there. You know, yeah. we just kind of roll through it. You know, kind of kind of sort of chronologically, because really it's kind of like you know some of that that light origin story stuff. You know, and then like the stuff we did kind of at the height of our powers, working working with bands and doing fun stuff. Um, you know, chatting with, uh, you know, all the folks that we, uh, connected with and, and then, yeah, kind of, you know, kind of life beyond a little bit. And, um, so yeah, so that would be a great opportunity to kind of talk about, you know, your, uh, 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 Twitch streaming and, you know, my 
uh, convention stuff and yeah yeah no i think i i think i think we got a full plate so Sounds what, good. what i what i think what i think we should do is just just run and then like i can i can chop stuff up if uh as needed rather okay. than trying rather than trying to start and stop and yeah do um, well, because it's kind of hard, because like the way that we used to do it, it would make sense. We'd yeah. we'd have songs that were gonna fill in. We had all like the different breaks that we had, so then we just we just did them according to the scheduler. But since right, we kind of right. don't really have that at our disposal, it just makes sense to just go. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and and I tell you what, that is one of the biggest challenges I still have to this day in uh, in podcasting is keeping to any kind of schedule so you know in our time you know we kind of used the time as kind of a guide we always had the advantage of never having a show on after us so we could just go as long as we wanted (laughs) and we did sometimes oh yeah but the problem with that is like it it ingrained bad habits in me of never knowing when to, you know, oh, we'll we'll just stop when we're done. It's like, hey guys, you want to go another hour? Sure, let's go another <laughs> hour. You know that kind of thing. So we did. You know, it's like sometimes our three-hour show would go four hours or or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but I've discovered that I can't keep myself to a any kind of time schedule for podcasting and. The, the things my friends have recommended to me over and over is like, well, set a time and then keep to the time. Yeah. But there's something, there's something in my brain that won't allow me to um, see that as a true uh, deadline. So it's like, you know, it's like 845 now and it's say, okay, well, we're going to be done at 945. 945 is going to come and go. Yeah. And it'd be like, oh shoot, I guess I kind of missed that. Oh, whatever. It's all it's all kind of arbitrary anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, there there were times that, you know, we were doing either like show prep or recording or things like that where we had to work within oh, like, you know, work within the boundaries of like class time. It's like, oh shoot, we have to go to class. We have to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, that kind of thing where there's like actual real deadlines, but the manufactured ones, I still, I still have a really hard time with, even even now, which is very silly. But, but I get there that. I am. I can help with that. Um, because the girlfriend and I were supposed to be going to IHOP after this. We're the plan is to try to get there, not too late. So I could I could definitely help us cap around. Well, we'll say nine forty five, and then that'll be like the little soft cap. Like, all right, we should probably, yeah. and then by ten. By ten, if uh, if we're not on the on the way, the girlfriend will will definitely come and be like, "Hey, <laughs> feed me." <laughs> yeah, hey, yo, I was promised food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, shoot. Um, so yeah, I mean, it sounds like we we pretty much uh, pretty much got a show. Yeah. Um, and. So like when you when you're streaming on Twitch, are like comments open? Like is the chat open to folks like usually like chat or whatever? Yeah. So um, right now, so what's kind of cool about the software that I use is that it's linked pretty closely. So um, comments, I can see comments, and then I also it tells me the amount of viewers that I got going on, which yeah. um, 
the first like half hour to an hour usually is a little bit slow. After yeah. that, that's when people kind of kind of join up. Um, what I was planning on doing was kind of like typing responses or whatnot because I didn't want to ruin the flow of things by like us saying something and then someone's like, "Wow." You're cool. I like your show. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I was going to go get some ice cream. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah, you're you're so great. Thank you for the <laughs> subscription. And anyways, as I was saying, like, I don't want to do any of that. Um, but oh, I, have yeah, my, yeah, yeah. I have my keyboard ready. I, I was doing some <laughs> of those little typing tests to try to see how fast my words per minute is at. We're at, like, 70 with about 98% accuracy. So, you know, <laughs> I, got, I, got my, I got my fingers ready just in case people do comment. But... Yeah. Nice. I I love it. I love it. Um. So yeah. So we'll just uh. Yeah. We'll just kind of fumble around and and see if we can find ourselves a show and and we'll just kind of go from there. And I, I I guess from there we'll we'll just uh. Well shoot. I guess I guess we'll just go. It is just so <laughs> weird. And, and I run into this with all of my podcasts and live stream because I do a lot of live stream here, like with re, uh uh with a streamyard. Yeah. And, you know, so it's like I put stuff on Facebook Live and, you know, Twitter and 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 all of that. Um but it's still I, I haven't been able to duplicate the experience of sitting at the chair in front of the board, headphones on, staring at the scheduling screen and hitting the theme song, <laughs> hearing the music in your headphones, and then just jumping on it. It's like yeah. You know, and it's I, I've I've been chasing that feeling for like six years now. It's like yeah. I, I love doing podcasts, I, I love doing live streams, but there there ain't nothing like doing live radio. It just it is it it's just a it's a very, very cool feeling and it's it's a feeling that's difficult to describe for folks that may not have done it before. Which is yeah. why they need to go to Green River College and sign up for the for the broadcasting program. Go to greenriver.edu. See, I'm practicing. I'm trying to get my feet back under me. <laughs> how much of that stuff I I kind of uh, kind of come back and remember. But but yeah, man. I guess uh, I, I guess I'll just kind of pretend that I that I hear some music and and uh, and I guess we'll go in. Uh, well, how do I want to intro this stuff? I haven't even really thought about it. <laughs> um, well, because I, I I almost introduced it as Mike Seibert Radio, and it's not that. Okay, I, I think I got something. I think I got okay, something. Okay, all right. okay. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Let, let, let's go in three, two, one. Hey, welcome back to 89.9 KGRG FM, the alumni shows. My name is Mike, and I am here uh, to tell you about a i really hating how this starts see this is see now if we were doing this live we would just roll through it and oh, just yeah. be like you know i get my feet under me and all that other stuff and the thing that sucks about recording is that i mean again that mindset i allow myself to just be like ah you know what screw it i'll just i'll just do um i'll just do another take yeah um all right well let, let's uh let's try this again we'll we'll go in in uh, three, two, one. Welcome back to today's rock on eighty-nine point nine KGRG FM, and keep up with everything going on with KGRG at the website KGRG.com and our brand new app, so that you can stream today's rock 
anywhere you go. My name is Mike. Uh, once upon a time, I held this seat on Monday nights and started a show called The Monday Project. And we thought for these alumni shows, for this alumni week celebration, as we celebrate the 50th anniversary of the founding of KGRG at Green River College, we thought we would kind of get the band back together and, and do some alumni shows for you. But I could talk by myself, in a room by myself, to myself, as much as the day is long, but it's far more interesting. Radio is funner when you got friends. So I thought I would reach out to the co-founder of the Monday Project. It's the one and only Elijah. How are you doing, buddy? I am doing well. Thank you for having me. I am glad to be here. Nice. Well, so we're going to do a couple things over this show that we're going to do. And again, we're, we've been invited back to participate in these alumni celebrations as we celebrate, again, the, the 50th anniversary of KGRG. And we thought what we would do is tell some stories, talk about our time at the radio stations, talk about our time taking classes, and kind of reflect on the impact that this program and this radio station has had on us because it's for for me at least and and a lot of my other friends it's radically altered the course of our lives oh yeah and in fact actually i'll i'll just kind of jump in and and just kind of tell a little bit of the uh mike after dark origin story and kind of lead to how we end up with uh with the monday project i uh, back in 2015, I was a Green River College student. I was part of the IT program. I was looking for a second career. Yeah. I, I needed a change. And going back to school as an adult was something that really appealed to me. Yeah. And one of the advantages of going back to school as an adult is you kind of have a better work ethic like I, I got through high school on the skin of my teeth. I'm not, I'm not traditionally a very good student, but something about the community college experience really stuck with me. Like, you know, seeing like the cross section of diverse people, of uh, you know, different different uh, uh, backgrounds and age ranges. I felt very much at home, and yeah. uh, it, it felt like a really good experience. So, you know, I, I did very well in the IT program and in my academics. But one day in the last quarter of the end of my degree, I was going to graduate in, in June. Well, I did graduate in June, yeah. but I, I, I come out of one of my classes and you've probably seen these, these bulletin boards in the hallways of, of colleges or wherever you are. And I saw a bulletin, uh, a sign on the bulletin board, and it was a picture of a couple younger folks. Uh, one of them was pushing up sliders on a, on a control board, and the other one was talking into a microphone. And in uh, big letters that almost looked like it was like, you know, the you wouldn't steal a car font <laughs> from like, you know, like the early 2000s, you know, ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. You, you wouldn't, downloading is piracy, you know, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> I but, love so those I thought was I thought it was like in that font, and it said like, you know, be on the radio, KGRG. 
And I was like, wait a second. Our Green River College has a radio station? Turns out it had the entirety of the, like, three years that I was there in that in that IT program. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea that the the Today's Rock format had been almost 30 years old at that point and that the, you know, in times later, it would be 50 years of KGRG and the radio station at Green River College. So I had no idea of the depth of the history at that point. KGRG is an institution. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll talk about that um, a little later, kind of like the lasting legacy and impact. But for me, it was like, you know, I, I've been a fan of radio my entire life. And I was like, well, shoot, I need something to do over the summer after I graduate before I, I take my brand new degree from the college <laughs> and I go find a job in the IT field, you know, because I, I really took to campus life. It, it yeah. really uh, uh, made an impact on me. So I, I signed up for uh, the radio classes. There was a at the time there was a podcasting class and a radio lab class. I took both of them at the same time back to back. And the longest story shortest is that I got bit by the bug. Yeah. You know, as soon as I started um, uh, touching the controls and talking into the microphone and crafting my own air brakes and my own content, um, it, it felt right. It felt special. And that summer altered the trajectory for i mean now i'm like seven years later yeah. uh i i think i could say it altered the trajectory for the rest of my life um whatever path i was on before that summer i became a broadcaster and i've never looked back since um so from there basically you you're operating the controls week two of the coursework Yep. So I'm being a baby DJ kind of cutting my teeth <laughs> and learning the ropes and did some bad air breaks with like the, the volume turned up too loud. The music was too loud, you know, yelling into the microphone, the wrong direction, you know, bad habits. I still have now today. Oh, like of course. I, I, st I still run my levels way too hot. It's uh, it, it cracks me up even, even in my day job. Um, but you know, I, I, I founded a number of different radio shows and hung around with a great many folks, mentored a, a great many folks. And it was a very special time for me. And the time that we're kind of the era we're going to talk about tonight is the Monday Project, where basically, like, I was, I was nearing the end of my time at KGRG, and I wanted to do something different. Yeah. And I wanted to do something that I thought could last beyond me so because like you know i had started a a uh, show you know called mike after dark and then later with the co-host mickey and we called it mike and mickey after dark um not even thinking of the uncomfortable connotations of like <laughs> a 35 year old man and a 19 year old teenager talking about how they're after dark on the radio <laughs> didn't even occur to me of course not so I, I wish I wish somebody had tapped me over the shoulder and said, "Hey, man, you really want? Do you really want to maybe maybe rethink? That. Are, are you sure about this?" <laughs> but but we had we had a great time, and you know uh, the the nature of KGRG is that it's 
it's transitionary. You know, folks yeah. kind of come in, do their time, uh, hone their craft, learn their skills, and then and then move on to uh, other opportunities. And so I wanted to found a new show with kind of like a, you know, kind of a, a fun twist to it. And I had always been on Monday nights. Yeah. So I had accidentally become like the, the deep Monday night guy, usually like 10 to midnight or something like that. And then later as time went by, we went earlier and earlier. Oh, yeah. So I think like, I think Elijah, when you and I are on, we were, we were on like seven to 10 or something yeah, like that, if we I remember were. correctly. Okay. And, and then occasionally, later <laughs> i was gonna say so our scheduled hours were seven to ten we were averaging more like seven to eleven <laughs> that was that was how it was that's right that's right i remember now but um when elijah you and i started doing the monday project it was it was a really special time and you know we, we made a lot of great friends we've you know uh made friends with cool bands and went to cool shows yeah. and bashed some cars and you know, <laughs> just did, just did like all, all kinds of cool stuff. But that's, I mean, I guess that, that for, for folks that are listening now for the first time, because every show is somebody's first show. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the, the beginnings of my origin story at KGRG. And I'll, t I'll tell you a little more about, kind of what became of me later on um you know as, as we go but we've been we've been talking for several minutes now almost <laughs> like i get paid to do this for a living or something like that um uh elijah why, why don't we talk about uh how how kind of you came into this world of kgrg and how did you end up being associated with me yeah so i actually kind of have a little bit of um a similar background when I first was going to college, I was going to Renton Technical College, and there I had an IT background, graduated with my AA, and I originally was going to try to carry that on over at Green River, get my bachelor's in IT, go off and do that that corporate life, you know, the the I say nine to five, but when you're in IT, you're in you're on nine to whenever we call you. <laughs> um, so I, that was that was what I was going to originally do, and for whatever reason, we still will never know. Um, when I tried to transfer, I got denied. They didn't want to accept me to the program. That's neither here nor there. We can talk about that at a later time. But I was kind of stuck in limbo. I was trying to figure out where am I going to go from here. And um, the the backup thing was I was like you know what, all right, we'll try to we'll try to do sports journalism. That was the the idea. That was the goal. I really was like you know what I could figure out how to become a sportscaster. And uh, I saw that there was a radio, and I was like okay, well we'll see. I was doing all my gen eds at that time. I was doing like music theory and all kinds of weird stuff. And I saw the radio, and I was like, you know what? I need one more class. Let me just throw something in. It's going to be a long shot. I'll go there maybe for a class, think it's okay, and then I'll be fine. And kind of kind of how everyone says, you just you get bit by the bug. I, I went into the KGRG, um, I guess what, KGRG1 was the, the radio lab? Yeah, was yeah it? the AM the, station. The AM yeah. station. And Your classic alternative. <laughs> I, I started in there, and 
the you kind of do things a little bit different there. There's a lot less of the actual controlling the the board and the the, the station. You're doing a lot more of like your pre-recorded stuff, being like, "Hey, this is kind of who I am," and kind of you get that taste. And I was like, "I like this, but I need more." <laughs> and yeah, I actually yeah. um, ended up going in and switching my my degree path towards that broadcast journalism degree and i had switched over i got into that basic class where you could start doing the air breaks and stuff like that on the main kgrg and i was like you know what this is super cool but like i don't know what else i could do from here and it was like the off season for the basketball team i don't know anything about wrestling or anything like that and I was like, you know, I don't know what what to do. And I had met you from because you had did or you had um, joined in one of the classes. You were kind of doing one of those alumni. Hey, I know you. Or, or hey, the radio knows me. Uh, this is what you can do at the radio. And I was like, all right, cool. And at the time, um, you were looking for like a second webmaster because you were trying to do your show, do webmaster stuff, do all of it, basically. You're looking for that, and so I was like, all right, you know, I could talk to you about that, and then the more I talked to you, I was like, all right, well, he has a show, I'm looking to join a show, because one of the classes, I don't know if it was, like, required, but I know that you could, you can become um, a trainee on one of the shows, and so I was like, yeah, this seems like something that would be kind of fun, and, uh... Yeah, I went from, you know, just kind of being that person that kind of hid in the, the production room, kind of talking or whatnot, to being like, all right, I want to be a part of this. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, and, and it's kind of funny because I, I had forgotten about some of those those steps on, on your path, and I remember we were working on website stuff together, and it does kind of warm my heart a little bit that the website, the KGRG a website kgrg.com is still largely the same format that we set up like there, yeah. there's been some cosmetics changes and some stuff moved around and things like that but structurally it's still the same website that you know we we, we set up all those years ago which yeah. i like to think is a testament to the good design that we put <laughs> out there to begin with oh yeah i won an award for that actually like that, and it was so weird like you know um well, the, the things that we do is we, we celebrate our accomplishments at the end of that uh, academic year. So over the summer, I think the awards banquet is like in, in uh, June, July or August or yeah. I, I don't I don't remember when. But basically, like, you know, we vote on, you know, who had the best show, who's the rookie of the year. Um, and the year that we rolled out the new KGRG.com. Uh, I won the award for Department of the Year for Webmaster. Yeah. And I remember um, I actually learned a, a lesson that evening because I remember being kind of beside myself. One, I was incredibly flattered, but I was also like, guys, this isn't a real department. <laughs> yeah. The web isn't a department. Like in like the, the traditional, you know, kind of like radio uh, hierarchy. So... I remember being um, in my humility, not being entirely gracious about it. I was like, guys, what, what are you doing? You know, it's like, you know, programming, uh, promotions, traffic, 
You yeah. know, all, all these all these things are quote unquote real departments. And the thing that I learned is to be gracious at all times. You know, if somebody says thank you, the least you could do is say you're welcome. Oh yeah. Because if you don't, that's disrespectful to the person that's that's thanking you. Yeah. For so sure. um so so that was a lesson I, I carried with me and I learned a lot of that through the content that I did for KGRG. As I said, I did a, a number of shows and then eventually led to podcasting. I now uh, host my own podcast, Mike Seibert Radio Podcast, and as well as it's a spinoff uh, podcast, Two Mikes, Two Furious, which we can, uh, uh, we can talk about a little later if we've got time. But basically, like, I, I still run into, when folks run into me and they say, I'm a fan of your stuff. That imposter syndrome sneaks in, and I was like, "Why?" Or <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sorry, and it's like, but but no, you can't have that attitude because think about the things that that we love, the things that we're fans of, and if we rolled up to that person who's creating that content and saying, "I like your stuff," and their attitude is like, "What's wrong with you? Why do you like this?" That's that's you know that's disrespectful to them and because yeah. it's like you don't want to make people feel bad for the stuff that they like exactly so it's so yeah so it's like th- those those are lessons that i've had to learn along the way including at my time at kgrg as well as beyond because i've always had a bit of that that imposter syndrome complex a little bit like you know i like doing stuff but I don't I don't always think that it's quote unquote good. Yeah. Um I and and I remember one of my um outlook w- w- on my content when I was at KGRG is like, well, I could do a fun show or I can do a good show. I don't know if I could do both. So therefore, I choose fun. Yeah. And our show kind of earned a reputation as quote unquote the fun show. That's that's where people would go to hang out and have fun. Like we had a rotating cast <laughs> of folks from other shows, other DJs, other right. hosts. And and they wanted to hang out with us because they know we would just have fun. Oh, and yeah. uh and and you know, and it's interesting talking about kind of like the format of a radio show, like there, there is a lot of planning that goes into it. There's a lot of coordinating that goes into it. Like, you know, how many times, how many hours did we burn writing stuff on a dry erase board <laughs> and erasing them and moving them around and putting arrows? And, and, and it's not, it, it's, you know, even when I say things like we had fun, there, there's this misconception that, you know, we just turn on the microphones and just talk. And oh, yeah. There's a lot that goes into it, even though that's what it sounds like. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, even even this, it sounds like we're just <laughs> kind just, of winging it. But yeah, well, we actually like put some put some uh, thought and coordination into you know the structure and order of how we're going to cut loose. You know, th- yeah, this kind exactly. of things. But um, but yeah, no, we we just we just had um had so much fun during our show to the point where when um. It was, I believe, 2017. I had, I had just recently left the show, yeah. and I, I had left you the keys and and put you and Donna the Dez, oh man, Dez, um, uh, you know, kind of put you guys in charge. And I went off to go, you know, work at a 
at a uh, pro radio station, corporate radio station, um, we won show of the year. Yeah. And and that that still is amongst my top KGRG experiences, if not the top, because yeah. like when you get that recognition from your peers, that's incredibly validating. And we we beat the morning show, you yeah. know, you know, the and and. No matter the format of radio, and I, you know, I, I may dip into like insider talk that I, I hope doesn't lose folks, but like usually the morning show is your flagship show. You know, yeah. the sun rises and sets on the, on the morning show. That, that is, you know, kind of like your, your anchor that you kind of build a, a station around and that, you know, our peers voted for us to give us that recognition was incredibly humbling and and just just in, incredibly validating and, it, oh, and yeah. it was nice that you know the that we got to share that experience together it was um pretty terrific well especially because like for me you know i i had just got on as an intern I remember that it was not trainee intern. They, they they were very very specific about that at the radio. You were not an intern, you, or if if you were not uh, uh, when you got onto a show, you were not a trainee. You were an intern because yep. the idea was that you would learn for a quarter, and then after that you'd go on and do your own show. And we uh, I remember we got to that point where my my quarter of internship was done, and I had um. I think I got intern or intern of the quarter, which was crazy for me because I was like, I'm just a dude. I'm just <laughs> had that yeah, same yeah. that same idea. I had that you know, all I did was just show up and talk for for three hours. Like you know, for me, I didn't really had that mindset of like, oh, I was gonna go out and and do that. So when I got that, I was like, this is crazy. And we had that talk. You're like, all right. If you're ready, you can go on and do your own show. And I was just looking at you like, are you crazy? Well, why would I do my own thing when everything here is already so good? <laughs> right. right. Well, and and that's that's kind of the 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 best thing that I remember about my time at KGRG and really kind of like the structure of the way that we did our shows. Certainly the way I did my shows is like it was always um, kind of like the student becomes the master to teach the next round of students. Like we yeah. had, we had a really good rotation of interns that came through our show. And I, I had, I, I got to experience the full thing. Like I, you know, kind of hit for the cycle. Basically I started off as a baby DJ, um, interned on a, on a show, the, uh, the post rock show, the post that, you will be able to hear the return of the post during these alumni shows. Uh, JP's got some really cool stuff uh, uh, that he's cooking up. Um, I, I'm really excited to listen to that. Actually, I've uh, I, I I enjoyed my time on that show, and it was always like a really good, um, high quality show. Um, but anyway, so yes, yeah, stay stay tuned for for more details on that as they become available. But uh, basically, I entered, kind of done, growed up. And went off and kind of did my own thing. I, I had a DJ shift that basically kind of accidentally became its own show. 
Um, Because really kind of like the the trajectory for students was, you know, you could be a DJ and talk about the music and talk about the concerts and talk about campus life and all that. And or there was another path that was specialty shows. And basically with being a music station, it would be usually centered around a subgenre of rock, you know, whether it be. Uh, uh, post-rock and everything that goes under that umbrella or uh, heavy metal like what Killing Spree was doing with heavy metal Late Night Death yeah, um, or what Trevbot was doing with Dead Air. Uh, Dead Air is also returning during uh, these alumni shows um, and kind of getting into more of the hardcore scene and everything that uh, I learned so much about sub-genres during my time at KGRG to where even now when I talk to folks I could drop just a little bit of knowledge. A lot of it, kind of like when you know stuff and you, like, you know, memories are like muscles. If you don't use them, they kind of atrophy and fade. So my depth of knowledge of uh, pop punk has kind of faded. Like, I mean, I to the point where I could still drop to friends of mine that will say like, oh, hey, that's pop pop. I'm like... What kind of pop punk are we talking about? Are we, are we talking about like the sad emo kind? Are we talking about the pizza kind? Are we talking about the hometown kind? It's like you, you got to narrow it down for me because I, I do remember a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah, for but sure. That was, but that was like an incredible time of, uh, of music discovery. And really what my show ended up becoming was like a little bit of everything. You know, there there was a degree of music discovery. Like I brought in um, nerd rock, nerdcore music. Yeah. Um, I even playing like some chip tune at some point, and you know, like video game music, and just like all kinds of like weird stuff that I would be in there, as well as supporting our local homies in the scene. Like I would do interviews with, you know, um, uh, local bands and play local stuff and talk about local shows so it it became it became this thing that was kind of like weirdly ill-defined but people just knew that they liked it (laughs) oh yeah for sure i was gonna say and like it was really cool and you know what is like what touched me the most is like being able to kind of learn from that and then when you ended up uh leaving the show it was a, a tough decision for me because it was one of those things where I could keep the Monday project going, but I was like, it, uh, it's funny because I remember uh, when the Monday project, like when you were leaving, I was so worried. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to keep the Monday project going and then tarnish your legacy or whatnot. And you're just like, <laughs> you're just like, dude, like we are the Monday project. Like the, the yeah. it, what made it so crazy was like, it was the idea that it was going to change. It was going to evolve. It was going to, you know, it was going to be something different. And so I, I was trying so hard, like the first like week or two, it was just me and Dez. And I was trying so hard to be like, all right, here's the Monday project. We're going to just go through this, go through that. And I remember Dez and I were just sitting there and it was, um, we were, we were watching some basketball and I was like, Dez, why don't we do our own thing? He's just like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was definitely, and it was kind of cool because we had that same idea. We had that same base. We we're going to make it a talk show. 
we're going to talk about all the things that we did. We had our, you know, the weekly roundup and things like that. We we still kept those little things in, but we were like, okay, this is what we want to talk about. This is what we're going to do with our lives, you know. We talked about all the stuff they were doing, especially like when he had his birthday. We all went and hung out and all that fun stuff. We, we talked about all kind of different things, and it was like interesting because the more that the show was going on, there was never that feeling of like, oh, this is Monday Project Part 2 or anything like that. It just felt right. like it was the Monday Project. It just felt like it was just another episode. And it was yeah. really awesome to be able to have that experience. Well, and, and that's why I chose that name. It's like, you know, it's it's always under construction. <laughs> like you know, much station. like our studio. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you remember that was like a death trap at one point. Like there was like there was like some like HVAC. Uh, there was like spinning blades. It looked like Mortal Kombat in oh, there yeah. for a while. Getting the death pit. It was uh, th- those construction years were were pretty wild. But uh, but yeah, no, it was it was always that that constant evolution. And the thing that that made my heart so happy is that you and Des were so excited to carry that on. And it made me feel good that the show continued on without me. Yeah. And that, and not only that it continued on without me, but that it continued to evolve. Like one of the things, I mean, it was it, it was a double edged sword. It was kind of weird, but also kind of awesome. I, I remember I was invited up for uh, Desmond's last show. Yeah. Uh, like and and there was a half a dozen co hosts up there. And I didn't know who a damn one of them was. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm just like, and, and it made me feel good because it's like, oh, this is the future. The future is continuing. The future is now. Yeah. And when you get to a certain age or a certain point in your life, that's what you want to see. You want to kind of see a legacy continue that might not even include you. So it's like, I, I like I said, it was kind of weird from like a social standpoint. But oh, yeah. it was also awesome that I didn't know who any of these people were. That like you know they were like you know so new and fresh on the scene. Um, so yeah, that's that. I mean, I mean that's that's the best that we can hope for. And if I if I remember correctly, the even the history of the Monday Project even kind of kind of outlives you. Like it even yeah. like you know kind of went beyond you for a while. Yeah, that was um. It was that's kind of funny because. Uh, I'm not sure how to like bring it up the right way, but the it was it was interesting because when I ended up leaving the show, the host that I had passed it to, we um once we had like clashing ideas because we had a, we actually had a lot of like good chemistry and stuff like that, but it was the way that we wanted to run the show was like very different, and I was just like I was like no, but this is how you run talk radio, this is how you this and this, and I was like getting to the point where I was like oh. Maybe it's just time for me to just go, and yeah. it, it was like I'm I'm trying to like grasp at straws. I'm like, no, this is how you're supposed to do it. Like I I was the one who who ran the show. Like, blah, blah. and it's just like, you know what? This is this is okay. It was it was yeah. one of those things where I was like, maybe it's just maybe it's time for me to kind of realize that I should take a step back. The show was gonna be okay. <laughs> We're gonna be okay. Like there's no, there's no worries and everything like that. 
And um, I think it was kind of it was what was best for the show at the time too, because yeah. then uh, um, Emmy, the one who uh, who took the show after me, she was able to really kind of just say, you know what, this is the direction that we're gonna go, and you know, she made it work. She had her own interns, and she definitely had kind of... It was kind of interesting, like, how different it was. Because, like, when it was me and you, we had, like, a bunch of, like, nerd stuff that we talked about. Talked about what was going on throughout our lives and whatnot. When it was me and Dez, the show kind of had more of, like, a playful banter type thing. Where, yeah, we talked about a bunch of stuff or whatnot. But it was mostly about what our experiences were at, like, the the college and things like that. And just how life was. And then um, when Emmy took over... It was kind of, it kind of, it wasn't necessarily like that nerd side, but it was more of like a, like a gamer type of thing. They had a lot of gamer stuff and they had a lot of, which is kind of ironic being that I do what I do now. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, she definitely was like, all right, let's try to get a more modern approach to talk show. And so it was like, I, I was kind of realizing that I was like, it's, 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 what I joke around about sometimes um, in the esports scene is that I am a young person, but I am old for the scene that I'm around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely, I felt that way because Emmy was like, "Oh no, this is what's trending. This is what's." And I'm like, "Trending? What is that?" And she's like, "No, this is what's going on on Twitter." This is... I'm like, "Going on on Twitter?" I was like, "Dude, I, my friends on Facebook are telling me this is okay." And then she's like, "Facebook? Who are you?" <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely yeah. I I will tell you because like we we ran into like some social media stuff dur- during our time. I didn't get on Facebook until two years after I had been gone from KGRG because there was always like, oh man, we posted this in the management group and you know like I, and I wasn't trying to be like super cool or whatever, but like Facebook did not appeal to me and. Really, it took some some real family stuff going on in my life to make me realize, oh, that's where my family is. You yeah. know, it's like I that that's that is a quick and easy way to connect. And whether you know the the curation of content is boomer centric or not, your mileage may vary. Um, even working on this alumni shows project, um, almost all my correspondence has been through Messenger. Yeah. So I I can't I can't be mad at Facebook for that because it it has connected us in a way that I don't know if we would have in in other platforms. Like I I'm in a bunch of Discord servers. I've got a decent really? following. Oh yeah, well and it's and it's all Transformers related stuff. We could uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure we'll unpack some of that later as well, yeah. but uh but yeah, no, I so like Actually, Discord is pretty dope, but like yeah. it doesn't have like that that same. It, it's not the same, more or less. Yeah. But um, th- this portion of the show brought to you by Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Try Threads or not, whatever. <laughs> um, but no, it's it, it's it's interesting, you know. And and I, I think we'll we'll talk later in the show kind of about kind of like life after KGRG and kind of like the trajectory where we went because like you know I I, I want to talk about 
what you've been doing with your Twitch streaming. Yeah. Um, I, I could talk about the stuff that I've been doing in podcasting and going to Transformers conventions, uh, as well as as working in commercial radio. In fact, I I'm still working at the same radio station professionally here in Seattle that I did when I uh, during the time at KGRG. In fact, it's funny, and I, I've told this story. A number of times. I guess I'll tell it here now because it's it, it's a funny story for for folks that were there. But like, um, I I was uh, in a class with Charlie Harger, who yeah. is now the news director of Cairo News Radio. That's awesome. Um, so he, at the time, he was a reporter for Como for Como News Radio. Yeah, and um, he came to me one day. And he's like, um, so Mike, uh, there, there's a there's an opening position for a board operator over at Como, and I think it would be a really good fit for you. And I'm like, yeah, sure, Charlie, whatever. I'll, I'll look into it. I'll, you know, whatever. And because like I wasn't necessarily, I think I like I had a year on my degree still yet to do. Like yeah. I still had to take like marketing 101 or business 101 or like you know all the lame classes that oh, everybody yeah. like. Like uh, you know, saves for the end, but uh, but I was determined to finish my degree. So uh, you know, I as well as some exciting radio and broadcasting classes. But um, anyway, uh, he he tells me um, I, I wasn't looking for a job. That was was my point there. And he's, <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, well, th- there's this great opening. I think it would be great for you. I'm like, sure, Charlie, whatever. And he's like, no, you don't understand. And he clasps his hand on my shoulder like a concerned uncle and he's like he's like i've already been in contact with the program director over there he's expecting to hear from you by the end of the week get your resume in order jeez and and from there it it was a whirlwind because what i came to find out is that they needed somebody yesterday figuratively yeah. Like they had, they had some staff turnover, and they had some had some real op- um, uh, gaps in their staff. So I go and interview. The interview went really well, but um, and ultimately I got hired for Saturdays. Yeah, just Saturdays, and then later Saturdays become Saturdays and Sundays, and later became uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Next thing I know, I'm working full time and hop, skip and a jump seven years later. Um, I've now been the producer of a afternoon show on a heritage news and talk station here in Seattle for the last two years now. Um, so it's and all of that is literally because of my time at KGRG one that connection that I that I made with Charlie that you know he thought I was a good fit for that role and yeah. incidentally the program director there had said well we have all of these other qualified candidates with more experience uh, Mike seems like an okay guy but you know he you know what experience does he have and Charlie says he's our kind of guy um, yeah. he's a KGRG kid and just even the name KGRG has weight and significance in the industry because like you go to like, you know, larger radio conference and you can, you could talk about Green River College and KGRG and people 
know it like yeah. nationally. Like like the like the broadcasting program at KGRG is is um, nationally known because it's one of the few programs in the country that like it the students run the radio station from from programming uh, all the way down to board operation and promotions and sales and and basically it's you know I I joked it's you know it's radio for the kids by the kids but it's. It's literally that in that the students run the radio station, choose the music and, 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 and things of that nature. But there are terrific radio programs around the country. There yeah. are terrific college radio stations throughout the country. KGRG is one of the only few with the, with the collaboration with Green River College that puts them both together to where you're putting students on mic on the board in week two of, of, of classes. And that, that experience is what won me the job. Yeah. Uh, because, because that I had that extra uh, leg up um, in terms of like my experience. So I didn't have professional experience, but the college experience um, and, and again, everything is, is a hundred percent transferable. Like I, I go to work and the, control board is exactly the same as the one that, oh, it's a little bigger had a few more buttons to it but <laughs> fundamentally was the same there there's buttons there's sliders there's different channels um and we were using the same scheduling system a system called next gen um so at my corporate radio job they're using the same thing as we're using on kgrg so what that did was it enhanced my experience at kgrg for the last year i was there basically like i would learn stuff at kgrg then i would go to work learn stuff at work and then bring it back like i remember i was showing you a bunch of stuff about like oh hey look at this cool thing i i learned at work and that is my very favorite thing of the kgrg experience is taking what i learned and passing it on to others and i even saw that in our time where you and i in tandem are teaching new interns and they in turn are teaching folks. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, th- there, there's no better feeling than that. Yeah, no, especially cause like, um, one thing that really was awesome for me is that when I was actually having my own kind of interns, they also had me doing training people, um, mm-hmm. at the, the station and it was really kind of interesting because at first I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to even train people. I, I just got done like maybe a quarter ago. And then like you realize that over that time where like you get that, that quarter done and you start training people is that you don't realize just how much you actually learned while you're actually in training. And uh, the more that you're, you try to teach to other people that are other operators – the more you're like actually end up finding out like when we had uh, my favorite thing uh just i'll make this kind of quick my favorite thing about training was doing the um what did we call them uh, the board tests where we had to oh, basically the test yes. yes oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> where we had to basically so the the way that we did our board op tests was that we had to find a way to basically quote-unquote break the radio station but you had to do it so that the the live radio was fine 
Well, at least that's what I was told. Um, you wanted to keep the the live radio fine, but you yeah, wanted to have <laughs> you wanted everything else to look like everything is going off and they don't know what to do. And uh, I remember when I did one of my board tests, I ended up playing like oh what was it? I ended up playing like the Thomas the Thomas the Train theme just on repeat, oh, and I had something good. else going on. And the one, um, the thing is that when you were when you were a trainer, you couldn't do the board test for your own trainees, because I mean you, it's kind of a bias thing. At least I, I again, as this is as much as I'm trying to remember it. It was it was a little bit ago, <laughs> um, but it was funny because like you know I was getting uh, one of my board tests ready, and uh, what was it, Ben? I think it was Ben who said that he he no one was able to pass his test or whatnot, and so sure. I wanted to have a test that was like, just like at that level, but maybe just a little nicer though to people, not not too bad. And I remember the first person that like failed one of my my board tests. They were just like, I don't know what to do, and I was like, Oh, you just click 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 that click all that stuff. Boom, the board's clear, and they were just like, You you do it like when you get into that zone you don't even realize that you're in a zone you're just like it just it literally feels like you know that you're in the matrix or like those those really cheesy movies that's a sci-fi movie where the guy is like hacking into the computer and he's just like i'm in like you yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you have that awful like uh, awesome feeling and like uh, it was really fun for me being in so much of a zone that like i it took me like maybe five minutes to set up my board test and be like all right it's ready for you and then just be able to go in and just like two seconds later be like boop boop all right yep we're good. <laughs> it was yep. definitely it was definitely my my favorite thing especially because um it was my favorite thing doing my actual board test. I'll be honest I don't remember what happened with my board test but I just remember like because you sit there like after you're done and you just have that moment of like I did it like. Because that's what you need to do to be able to actually, like, intern. Well, I don't know if you had to do it to be an intern, but that's how you do it to be able to be able to do your own specialty show. Yeah, to, to, be, to operate the equipment unsupervised, yeah. basically. Like, if you, can, it, if you can get through this problem-solving test of trying to uh, cure the radio station and control board of all of the technical woes a veteran student has has placed there these these challenges three you know that then you can operate the equipment by yourself and and i would say during our time we uh we became increasingly uh elaborate with <laughs> the problems that we created problems that would never really happen in reality yeah but it is interesting in my professional job there is sometimes where it's like i'm like where is that coming from turns out somebody left one of the other computers on and there's like an autoplay ad type of thing. Yeah. Very similar to some of the challenges that we set up. It's like, oh man, somebody left the prod room turned on, you know, that, that kind of thing. So, yep. so those things do kind of happen uh, occasionally. Um, real quick, I, I do want to mention that, you know, one of the, you know, I, I work at a professional radio station now, a, a corporate radio station, but one of the things that I have brought from the KGRG experience to my pro job is the unexpected John Cena meme. <laughs> I've, I've brought that out in there. And I brought DJ Khaled with me as well. You know, another one, another one. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Oh, no. you so basically what had happened 
is I was I was at KGRG from 2015 to 2017. So yeah. basically, my um, meme culture froze at that point. Yeah. So it's like, so I mean, yeah, I I know current memes, but like what really crystallized for me was. 2015 memes which were already stale by the time they got to me so so but now like where i'm around a bunch of like older adults yeah now my stuff sounds like cutting edge even though i'm talking about dj khaled memes from 2015 oh yeah so so i i fit right in and and it cracked me up too because during our classes, we learned a lot about music radio and how to build clocks. And, you know, one of one of the perspectives was like, you know, to be a good radio DJ, you want to be a part of the scene, but you don't want to like overshadow the music, which is what people are there for. Yeah. And I always bristled at that. And I actually got into arguments with the with the well, not arguments, discussions. Yeah. passionate discussions with uh, <laughs> with the instructor there and i'm like but i listen for personalities i want to hear what that dj has to say about any given topic so and i always was just bashing my head against that not getting it not understanding it and it wasn't until that i worked at a news and talk station that it clicked oh i like talk radio <laughs> you know yeah. so which, right? which has helped which has helped me through podcasting, but this whole time and really my, my legacy for my time at KGRG is that I, I normalized evening talk for good or ill, because by the time the final form of the Monday project was, they weren't even playing music. It was all talk. I, we, we had played, we at least play songs and, uh, and, and spot breaks and legal IDs and all that other stuff. And I'm just like, cause I remember I was a guest on one show and I'm like, are, are we, do we have a break coming up? Do we you play some play some Green River announcements Dude, or that's how- KGRG? You know, just something. I'm like, oh, we're we're just we're just going to talk for an entire hour. Um, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's just trying to go go with the flow there. But I was gonna say that's like that was what was funny is because I think that would have been more towards when I was kind of like that, almost a guest too. It was like one of my my last episodes, and it was funny because like me and you, like I was in. Uh, I had you in prod. I was on board, and Emmy was like in news, or not news. Um, I can't think of what we called the other room. Probably the control room. Oh, the newsroom. Was it the newsroom? I don't know. Dude, I, I don't, I don't remember. There, there are three rooms. There's the yes. control room, the newsroom, and the prod room. Okay, the they production were, room. Okay, she was in the prod room. I'm sorry. Okay, and you were in the newsroom. I was on the board, and like halfway through the the uh, what's it called? Halfway through. I remember I had clicked on to make it because, like, you could... There wasn't necessarily a quote-unquote private channel. I mean, that's not really how that worked. But there was a way that you could talk to specific rooms. I remember, like... Like like an intercom, yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, halfway through, I was just, like... You were looking at me, and I was looking at you, and I was like, are we still here? I was like... (laughs) I was like... I'm I'm three bathroom trips away or <laughs> worth of time away from leaking my pants. Like, can someone right. please help me? <laughs> Just play some music or something. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of like what I was saying when I said that me and um you know 
me and the, the that host at the time didn't have necessarily the same ideals is because like yeah they would we'd be able to talk for like an hour and i'd be like we'd get done with the hour and i'd like finally put us on the ad break and i'm just it's like i don't know if you ever seen the meme it's a uh, spongebob and he's just like deeply breathing he's just like against like the glasses like yeah, <laughs> yeah it, that was how i felt every time i was like i don't think i have enough in the tank for this yeah <laughs> And I think yeah. that's yeah no it was that's, that's yeah I agree with that. Well, as uh, as we get closer to uh, wrapping up this, I mean, man, I mean, we, we could talk for hours. Oh, yeah. I mean, we used to we used to do a three hour show together. This uh, this one hour format doesn't feel like quite enough. So unfortunately, we're going to try to cram a lot in these in these last couple minutes. But yeah. Um, uh, we gotta talk about some of the, some of the best times we had. Like you know, we 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 made some friends with bands and yeah. and had a had a great time. Uh, what what are kind of some of the highlights for you? Okay, so I have I'll have I have three main ones. Um, I'm gonna do one of them quickly, and then one of them I'll I'll actually um, get more into depth about. But surprisingly, so one of my favorite uh, episodes that we had. Um, there was a band that we were interviewing. I don't know if they ended up playing or not. We set them up so that they could play, but we we were to interview them, and like we both had that like that mindset of like, all right, this isn't necessarily us, but we're going to kind of figure this out anyways. And that band came on, and we weren't really feeling their energy. They didn't really kind of mesh with the show. And like I remember, like once they left, it was like that sigh of relief for like. It's like it was like oh, okay, thank God this is over, <laughs> and we just stayed on. We didn't even go back on the air. We just stayed in the the room and we talked for like a good half hour of like never again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just hung out. Yeah, I I remember that. I remember that. Um, yeah, that that um, for before stream starts to try to ask me questions and be like, oh, who was it? We're not gonna do that. <laughs> We're not gonna do that. Um, you know, and and I I don't even think they're a band anymore, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> no. Um, but I have to say one of my favorite uh w- favorite memories was um I can't remember if at that point they were um Flicker and Fade or if they were these young fools. I can't remember what sure. name they were at at that point, but <laughs> it was um when we had the show. Oh, what was that? I can't even remember that uh, venue anymore, but it was when we real had art. that. Yeah, real art. When we had the KGRG like. Um, why can't I use words? When we had the show that was like KGRG was kind of like a we'll say fundraiser. But, yeah, it was like the yeah. Um, they what were. What's it called? Oh my gosh! Now I can't remember. <laughs> it was like oh the pledge drive show. Pledge drive show. There yeah, there we there go. Uh, I remember because we did like all of our cheesy like um, like. I almost said ads. I, I've been out of radio for so long. I kind of yeah. forgot all like the technical terms for everything now. Yeah. Um, but we did. We had all those like awful voice promos going on, and then we yeah. finally get to that event. And at that point, I'd maybe seen like two or three shows just in general. And right. I just remember us just hanging out, just vibing out. And halfway during one of their songs, they like pointed us and they're like, "Yo, come up here." And I was like, "Oh, I I don't know about this." And um. 
I'll, I'll dig up this photo. I'll post it on my Twitter later on. But there was yeah. a moment of like them playing on the on the band or playing on the the stage, and us just awkwardly like hanging out on the stage, and then we just both like look at each other, just point at each other, like, yeah, this is this is us. Like, this That's we're here. The biggest smiles on both of our faces. Like, yeah. I, it, and we were feeding off each other because, like, I was so happy that you were so happy. And yeah. it was just, it was really cool. So, like, we, we had made friends with uh, this uh, local band called These Young Fools that were around before both of our times. Yeah. And um, a little bit of uh, history, when I did my first solo air shift, uh, Michael, uh, Michael Geisler from uh, These Young Fools, now with his own website, bytourmusic.com, he, uh, he, uh, cause like I had put something on my Twitter saying like, Oh, Hey man, I'm taking song requests. He's like, well, can you play, uh, the song from my band? Uh, my band is these young fools and, and here's the song, um, a nice place to visit. And that was the first time I had gotten like a song request. I played it and I really liked the song. It, yeah. uh, it, it really stuck with me. And, um, from there, Michael and I kind of became friends and then um, uh, we we did a bunch of stuff with his band, and they uh, they came up for a show, um, and they played as that as these young fools. We got them to be a part of uh, well, they agreed to be a part of that pledge drive show. And by that time, we're all homies. Yeah, you know, just 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 celebrating local independent music and celebrating community radio. And so the kind of culmination of that was when uh when they invited us to come up on on stage and it was during them playing that song a nice place to visit which fun fact is still my outro music on my podcast mike cybert radio really? to this day to this day that's super I, uh, awesome I, I i got i got an instrumental version from michael and his permission to play it so like so that's the piece of KGRG that's always with me and like all of the different content that I do. And then basically like as their band evolved, they they wanted to move away from these young fools. They became flicker and fade. And we were a part of that. Like yeah. like like we had them on a couple times to talk about their EP. And then they my last show was them coming in live as kind of like the debut of Flicker and Fade and they played, you know, all these songs that they they had had kind of workshopped with us and and let us in on the process about. So that's really what will always stick with me is like, you know, kind of having that symbiosis with that band and those guys. And you know, I mean, we became friends with those guys, you know, yeah. with the uh, with Michael and Corey and Ryan and um and 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 that's something that 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 I'll keep with me forever. It's it's just um it's just a, a, a really cool time and a, and a really um, uh, terrific experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and as, as, as we get closer uh, to closing out, um, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't believe our time is almost up already. Right? It's, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I, I just want to keep going as if it was like, you know, oh, man, your show goes till 10. How about we go to 11? But, <laughs> but again, we, we, we only have so much time, and we're uh, so grateful to uh, John Kasprick and, and JP for giving us the opportunity to kind of bring back um, our Monday project uh, one last time here on, on today's rock on 89.9 KGRG-FM. Um, let's talk a little about kind of what's going on with us now yeah. and kind of life after KGRG a little bit, because we're, uh, 
um, you know, tell tell us about your Twitch stream. All right, so I uh, just want to shout out my Twitch chat right now. You guys have been really amazing. Um, with that being said, I I started Twitch streaming a little bit towards the ending of my time on radio. Um, mm-hmm. We had talked about the fact that I love gaming and all that stuff at the time, but I didn't realize, realize, didn't realize just how powerful the gaming scene was. And um, about a year or two after I stopped with the radio station, um, I actually started playing Call of Duty competitively. And oh, while wow. I was doing that, I was like, alright, well, I- I'm pretty decent at this game, Call of Duty, but... You know, I want other people to see how decent I am at it. <laughs> and um, so and then I started to really kind of buckle down and start Twitch streaming. And a really huge shout out to one of my buddies. Um, his name is Emmy, uh, which was really confusing because I talk about Emmy on the show and then while well, hanging out with the co-host Emmy. And so people were yeah, like, yeah. Thought I was talking with the different same people. person. <laughs> yes, different yeah. people. Um, but my one of my buddies, Emmy, he, he's been a Twitch streamer for as long as I can remember, and he's the reason why I even stream. I was always so inspired by his streams and by who he is as, like, a person that was like, you know what, I want to do this. And um, it kind of went from something that I was like, you know what, this could be a hobby of mine. I kind of uh, brought in a lot of the radio tendencies that I had, and I was like, all right, you know, I used to, before my streams, I would have, like, a set board of, things i used to do i had a a segment on my stream the longest time ago that was uh three random facts from elijah or something like that elijah's three random facts and um i used to do that on on the the twitch stream and stuff like that and i had to come i had to come up each week with some random something random to say and so I, i was like all right this is really cool and it went from being something that was a bit of a hobby to something that i now actually um do like I, I work at Spectrum and all that stuff mm-hmm. and that's like my, my my day job but I take Twitch as if it's a second job so I'm putting in at least you know I'm putting say we'll say I'm putting in 40 plus hours at, at my actual job I'm putting wow. in almost that much almost amount of time into my streams whether I'm actually streaming or not I'm in the I'm behind the scenes thinking of all right how can I how can I make it better and if you guys don't really know what Twitch is it is a streaming service where you can usually play video games it's it's a video based streaming service where people usually play video games or talk they have podcasts or whatnot I do gaming on it I used to have a podcast but that was kind of it didn't it didn't stick really well um but it's something that like i said i've made more of a career and actually um i'm not going to get too too in in depth about it but um because of it i'm actually going to start running my own esports organization and i'm um going to be looking to actually pick up people to be streamers under my organization and kind of try to help them grow and teach them how to to do this thing (laughs) that's so cool so so that that spirit of teaching and passing on to the next generation that you picked up in your time at kgrg is is still continuing yeah yeah so um you know it's gonna be i'm really excited um like i said not gonna talk too much about it but the org's gonna be shadow gaming that's um that's what it's gonna be called I'm really excited for it because it's like I when I first started Twitch streaming, I was like, 
this is going to be something that's going to be, you know, a hobby of mine. It's going to be something cool. And the fact that it's so ingrained with who I am as a person. And it was funny because people have been like, oh, when you Twitch stream, oh, it's just going to be a fad. It's going to be a phase. No one's going to really actually care or whatnot. Oh, you can't make money from it. And, like, I never really was huge about it with having it be for the money or whatnot. But it actually was something that, for a little bit of time, I was using it to actually pay my bills. Like, I was Twitch streaming and making enough that I could actually pay rent from it. And so, it was like, when when I was actually able to do that, I was, it was like a kind of surreal, I'm here moment. Like, it was Mm -hmm. like, oh, people kept saying, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I feel like my entire life was just hearing all that. And so, being able to find that, that fun avenue in twitch and be like you know what it doesn't matter like i can stream and have 20 viewers 100 viewers 1000 viewers and i can have zero viewers and it's just gonna be the same for me i'm just gonna be having fun playing video games and talking to people (laughs) yeah absolutely and and my my trajectory is is was kind of very similar like yeah. I, I so the the skill set that i learned at kgrg was uh learning how to run live radio equipment at a at a professional level uh but then also i learned podcasting and audio editing so essentially i started a podcast while i was at green river you know as part of my coursework like yeah. there, there's like a half dozen, the first like half dozen episodes of, of Mike Seibert Radio retroactively titled is, you know, like, like my projects, you know, yeah. that, that, you know, like there's like an interview podcast, there's a list podcast, you know, it's all, all, all academic. But then in that whole vein of being bit by the bug and having that trajectory change for me, once my time at KGRG ended... I still, uh, so I, I was running a board professionally, but I wasn't necessarily talking into a microphone. So I was itchy. Yeah. And, and basically I resumed my podcast and just started talking about stuff and things that were on my mind. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's evolved over these last seven years. And, but the largest evolution came in, I don't know, like 2018, I started getting involved with the Transformers fan community. I've been a fan of Transformers my whole life. And through podcasting and social media, I just came across this community of folks. And I started interviewing them and being on their shows. And and they were on my shows. And kind of one of those things before I realized it. I had accidentally become a Transformers podcast. Like I I wasn't talking about music as much anymore because that music discovery had kind of faded, Um, you know, not necessarily being connected to um, a a current uh, radio station that was, that was into music. Uh, You know, again, I was entrenched in that news and talk lifestyle. Um, But then, yeah, I started going to conventions um, and I, I had never been to a convention outside of washington before now really? i've been uh, now i've been to uh transformers conventions in chicago yeah in la and toronto 
and probably a couple other places that that I can't think of off the top of my head, including being involved with our own Transformers convention here in the Pacific Northwest, Cybefest Northwest, uh, C-Y-B-F-E-S-T-N-W.com. It's a it's it's a local Transformers convention that's been here for the last 10 years. Just just a, a couple weeks ago, we celebrated our 10th annual convention um, and and it was it was pretty terrific. That's so I found awesome. I found like this whole fandom that I didn't even know that was there. And it's just from doing stuff like this, interacting with people, connecting with people, talking on the radio, sharing stuff on social media, doing live streams, you know, doing doing podcasts, doing social media. It's it's it, it's it's a really cool thing. So I didn't I didn't come out of KGRG wanting to get into Transformers. It just kind of found me much like that uh, that springtime day when I came out of one of my IT classes and saw a flyer that says be on the radio. You know, I throughout the entirety of my career, it's been just kind of like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Let me find this. And then I end up finding a passion I didn't know that I had. And I, I, I am so grateful to Green River College and KGRG and everybody who has been a mentor to me. Um, and a lot of folks, I have learned lessons of how to do things. I've learned lessons um, about how not to do things. I've seen examples of uh, being the broadcaster that I didn't want to be that I occasionally became at times. So, you know, learning by example and things like that. But really, it's the it's the learning and teaching that that I found most appealing about the KGRG experience and really it, it gave me my first platform to talk about stuff that I was passionate about with my friends. Yeah. So that's, that's super awesome. Um, actually kind of, uh, what I'm super excited about is that, uh, Kaylee, who was one of my interns and then co-hosts on the Monday project before she ended up, uh, leaving, she actually just joined the stream. Um, so I asked her what uh, her thoughts on it, and she said it was super awesome, met a lot of people, discovered a lot of uh, really good music, and she loves looking back on her time at KGRG. So, yeah. <laughs> I was really excited that uh, she was able to come in and actually come come give her thoughts. But I, I, I feel the same way too, though, like being able to actually, um, you know, have that that community that we were able to kind of build especially because yeah. like really quickly on the, the nostalgia train but like it was really awesome yeah, yeah. being able to come back as guests and then have people call in who hadn't called in for x amount of months and be like yo i haven't heard you in so long uh the radio has never been, hasn't been the same without you like kind of one of those things like you really realize just how much of an impact that you actually had absolutely so yeah, as we as we get ready to close out, I know I, I've I've pushed that a couple times now. <laughs> I know I know I know uh, uh, dinner is coming. Yes, but man, take us there. Eh? Anything? The floor is yours. I mean, <laughs> okay, it, it's it's your stream. It's my podcast. It's our radio show. It's all of that. But like, I saw a comment here. This cracks me up. Uh, uh, shout out to Baby Saver Eleven. He talks a lot, but your friend is good. Uh, were you supposed to talk more? <laughs> and unfortunately, yeah, it's just like once I get going and 
and uh, Elijah well knows. And in fact, I one of the dynamics that we had was like, you know, I, I put an emphasis on you running the controls yeah. and like leaving me to just kind of talk because like that that's how I did at at my at my job at my professional radio job. And I'm like, let me give you some real world experience. Check this out. And yeah, and that uh, that put you in charge of the sound effects and, and it it radically altered the sound of the show. And I always oh, yeah. thought it was so cool, kind of like you having that that creative control. But I'm going to shut up for a sec. Uh, yeah, just yeah. Anything you want to say, man. OK, so um, first I, I, when you get the chance, I'm gonna. Uh, he actually just asked for your link or your info, so yeah, I'll, I'll definitely I'll post it in the chat here. Um, one thing that I'll, I'll say is um, I'll really quickly go through some or uh, another old story. So what you guys don't know is that before um, before I got the the gamer tag and all that stuff, when I first had a Twitter. Um, I actually used it specifically for the radio stuff because it was um, you had me running the, the 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 radio Twitter and so I was like well it doesn't make sense for me to run the radio Twitter and then not have my own Twitter account the fact that I uh, ran the soundboard actually led to my very first radio name that was yeah, yeah. Airhorn Elijah, and that's oh, because <laughs> every time that uh, I would come in, Mike would do his his intro and stuff like that, and we had this airhorn sound that we found, and any time like something happened or whatnot, I just press it whenever I could, <laughs> and people for whatever reason people loved it. They just really was super for it. And so yeah, we called or we had me as Airhorn Elijah. I'd play it, and that was part of my intro. It was like, hey, it's Mike, and we have on the controls Airhorn Elijah, and I would just go ham on that thing, and it was awful. <laughs> it was so bad that it was good. Um, and then after that, um, I can't really, I can't really say kind of where it actually um, became a thing, but. Out of nowhere, it just went from oh, you have you got sorry. I have auto mod that disables links. Um, send oh, it to, yeah, sorry. Send it to me on Facebook. I'll grab it and I'll post it for you. All right. All right. <laughs> um, but we have out of kind of nowhere, it went from being Airhorn Elijah to someone being like yo Big E, and I was like you know what, I can kind of get behind that. And so then, yeah, I ended up being Big E from KGRG. That was my Twitter handle and everything. And uh, we ran with that for a while. Yep. Yeah. Um, dude, I can't remember his name right now. Um, we had that one person that would call in to our show when it was me and you, Mike. And then he ended up still calling when it was uh, me, Kaylee, and DK. Er, not DK, sorry. Uh, me, Kaylee, and Dez. And now I can't remember who that was. Um, Dirty Dean? Dirty Dean, yes. Dirty Dean. Yes, he used to call in all the time, and it was oh, it was such a great time every time. Especially because, like, it would, it would be the most random things ever. Like, we would be in the middle of talking, and he would call in to talk about whatever it was on his <laughs> mind. Hey, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> you know, I, ju I just want Elijah to know that he's doing such a great job. Bye. Click. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, dude, like, 
Okay, uh, well, thank you. Um, as I was saying, and then we'd get back to the, to the, the topic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we had him. Oh, and then we, um, Superman from Space. Yeah. Oh, man, too, we had too, some. Too punk for pants. We had so many characters I used to call. Yeah. Dude, it was the times. Yeah. But, yeah. I think that's, uh, <laughs> that's what I got for you. Yeah, no, good good stuff, dude. But I, I think I, I I think our time runs out, unfortunately. Um but what that means though is that maybe we'll just do this again sometime. Uh so this'll this'll show up on uh on KGRG at some point. I'm hoping this will air Monday night. Um but then uh it's also I'm gonna use this audio for my podcast. Yeah. So, uh, Elijah's throwing the, the links in there. And then, yes, please do it again. We, we got to do this format again and just oh, yeah. do it as just like a crossover collab type of thing. Um, cause yeah, this is, this, this, this is really getting my nostalgia tingles up because it really, even though we're doing it remote, it has a lot of the same energy that, uh, that, that we had when we used to do those Monday nights back in the day. This is a, uh, this has been great. Oh, yeah, no, dude, like, it was one of those things that, um, it's funny, because I, I, like I said, I tried doing some podcasting afterwards, I used to have a podcast called IRL, yeah, yeah. and that mm-hmm. was kind of me doing, like, hey, gaming is, is huge, but this is, like, the actual, behind the scenes, this is where, you know, people in gaming have depression and stuff like that, I tried to make that a thing, and I realized that, like, it was super great, but... I was so used to having that back and forth that yeah. it, it got hard because, like, half the time I wanted to interview so many people, and then it got to the point where I got out of people to interview, and it was like, well, I don't know. This isn't supposed to be my therapy. I'm not supposed to just tell people I'm depressed every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, excuse me. Sorry. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely something that, you know, I'm like I have that that blood pumping again. Like this is this has been so much fun that I'm just like ah, you know, I can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man, and and if you want to be in the hot seat just like us and want to do the KGRG experience and go through uh, the the journalism program at Green River College, uh, go to greenriver.edu or kgrg.com to find out more details. Uh, fall quarter starts in September. Registration is open now. I can't recommend that experience enough. So if, uh, if I haven't told enough stories, um, it's, it, it's literally a life-changing experience. What, whatever trajectory I was on before, uh, that experience going through Green River College and going through KGRG, altered the trajectory of my life i'm a broadcaster now and there's no going back yeah well dude if i honestly if i had never wanted or never went to kgrg there's no way that i'd be a twishima right now i would never have had that ability to kind of just run with it (laughs) uh before uh before we part ways do you want to let folks know where we can find you on the internet and how we can catch up with you on social medias yeah so you can uh find me in Two, well, three major places. I am on Instagram and Twitter. Those are going to be the same handles. That's going to be Drace34, D-R-A-Y-C-E-34. And then you could also find me here on Twitch. I stream every weekday and sometimes on the weekends. That will also be Drace34. Again, that's D-R-A-Y-C-E-34. 
Nice. Very cool. And folks can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Mike Seibert Radio. Uh, as long as you start typing in S-E-I-B-E-R-T for the uh, spelling of my name, you should be able to figure me out. I'm not the Mars Rover guy. Uh, but like usually like having Mike Seibert Radio in there or Mike Seibert Radio podcast, you, you'll be able to find me um, easily enough. You can find my podcast everywhere you get podcasts. I've also started a second podcast called Two Mikes, Two Furious, where me and another guy named Mike go through Transformers Animated from uh, 2008. It's a cartoon I've never seen, but he's a super fan of it. And we're going through one episode at a time uh, discussing each episode um, in great in great detail. It's a really fun show. And for anybody who knows anything about Transformers, that Transformers animated is is a very different show from stuff that that folks are familiar with, and I'm really digging it, and I, I'm really excited to uh, share that with my uh, buddy other Mike. Um, but you can find Mike Cybert Radio on Apple, uh, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, as well as I've got a YouTube channel as well. Uh, I do live streams that are in a very similar format to uh, to what uh, what we're doing here. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it's good times. And if you want to keep up with KGRG, there is the website KGRG.com. And you can also download the app on your favorite device and keep what's current with 89.9 on KGRG FM. And I think that will wrap it up for this particular uh, special KGRG alumni show. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for for listening and for hanging out with us and sharing memories and until next time make good choices <laughs> oh, or don't. I missed. oh i missed hearing that yeah <laughs> all right well i think we did it yeah I that was oh, that, oh i got i got that 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 nostalgia feeling that like oh just like oh that i, I feel like I mean, even though we are not, we're not in the the radio station. I feel like we're about to go down those stairs, go out that really yeah, shady yeah, little yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It really feels that way. Like you know, we're gonna go like through the dark and <laughs> and uh, uh, try not to get accosted in the parking lot. And, <laughs> man, fun times. Aggressively unsafe. Oh yeah, not at all. That yeah, not at all. Not, not at all. all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. man, I, I love the love that you're getting in your in your comments here. Yeah, oh, no, um, my my dope. my stream. You guys are you're, you guys are crazy. Like you guys don't understand. I'm a, I'm gonna try not to get too sentimental, but to be able to fuse two things that were so big in my life, like the radio was huge for me, and then to be able to you know bring my my Twitch stream into it and have you guys kind of see just how big this was for me it's like one of those surreal moments where i'm just like oh sh- crap like this is <laughs> this is where i am right now <laughs> i i just got to remember so what what we need to do is um i need to come on your show again where we're not trying to like double repurpose it yeah. and and let you talk for a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean honestly i do have the best mod team chav um, no, my, I, I, what's something that was really cool is that when I was doing the IRL stream is that people really, like, it was really cool realizing that 
people really do like podcasts and so yeah. like it's really crazy kind of because i've i keep getting that that text or that you know people in the stream they're like when's the podcast coming back when's the podcast coming back yeah yeah and i'm just like dude i just, i don't know and so it's like really cool being able to like visually look at this and just be like wow people like really care <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely and people absolutely. clearly love you dude so we're definitely gonna have to come, have you come back Hell yeah, hell yeah! No, no, this was this was dope. I I, I wasn't expecting that 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 kind of reaction at all because you know we we've been we had been doing radio and all you all you have is somebody calling on the phone and it's like hey yo 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 you guys are awesome click <laughs> right so funny dude, I, dude it's it's funny because like I, I since I'm at Spectrum now it's funny being like having uh having landlines and trying to sell it to college kids and being like oh hey you know i know you're only here for internet you might want to use streaming or whatnot but if you have a landline you could do this or this and that and they just look at me like what's a landline (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) i love it it's so fun operating the phones and everything Uh uh-huh good stuff man well, anything else before we part ways? Because I, I know, as we predicted, kind of kind of oh, went yeah. over time. And, and I watched 945 come and go, and I'm just like, so that's usually where I threw in, like, as we try to wrap up, you know, oh, that yeah. kind of thing. But, oh, yeah, say so it's the way that we did it on the show. We say as we're trying to wrap up an hour before we're going to wrap up. Gabby, Literally. he can see he can see you guys right now. I'm I, I'm assuming that he can see you guys. Oh yeah, so. yeah, I've, I've I've got it open. Yeah, I I, I can see the chat. <laughs> so, so you could tell him that he's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this has definitely been a blast. Um, uh, the my same schedule is is going to be my same schedule. So, we definitely got to do this again sometime, especially that. Hell yeah. I'm um, now that I'm gonna be taking a huge step back when it comes from gaming um, because I'm gonna be running the org and everything, which I'm super excited to tell you about because yeah, it's yeah. it's huge for me. Um, but since I'm gonna be taking that step back from competitive gaming, I have so much time to do a lot of things and it's been weird having so much time to do that many things <laughs> so i i know that uh that i if i uh, okay if i say that we're i'll for sure make sure that you're back all right i'm not going to to hype that too much before everyone right. in the the chat loses their mind yet once again <laughs> but um i will definitely have that time for you and vice versa if you ever yeah. are looking for someone oh, to yeah to come talk in your show i will be there hell yeah hell yeah i love it chop i love you too (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that that's good stuff man all right well i think we did it i think we did it i think we might have a couple things here (laughs) yeah so yeah so i'll 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 get to editing and i'll i'll see what i can do i'll kind of see how it Manifest. Yeah. I was gonna say you're gonna get to the point where you're trying to chop things up and you're just like, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John's gonna look at the, you're gonna give you're gonna give John something that's gonna be like an hour and thirty minutes. He's just gonna look at you like, what are you doing? What what is this? <laughs> oh, 
why my oh wait hold on hold on let me just it's like did you are you still here Mike oh there you are I don't know why that happened I I was just I was just hitting the hitting the buttons <laughs> I was gonna say I was like oh maybe it's just it's just me and then I was like nah there's something weird going on and then I was like oh no. wait it is just me <laughs> yeah no I I. I hit the button on my uh, uh, stream yard to take me back to the dashboard for some reason. I was, oh, I was no. going to start downloading recordings. I was like, but I'm still on the stream. I'm still talking. What the hell? Yeah, no. What I was saying is that John's going to see your your, comp, your your compilation that's going to just be like an hour and 30 minutes. He's just going to look at you like, this is what I thought. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I can trim it a bit, but we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. Oh, I had a question for you. Um, yeah, yeah. I realized that you didn't have um, the Monday Project stuff on SoundCloud anymore. Do you have like an archive of that somewhere? Do you? Yeah. Have? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that so that podcast um, uh, link I sent you. Um, has all my episodes on there. Oh, okay, um, perfect. So I, I moved off of SoundCloud because it was um, it was getting too expensive and not yeah. giving me what I wanted. But uh, so I'm I'm on a new uh, podcast platform now. But um, yeah, let, let me send you a link to that as well. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, basically, I mean, all, all the shows are still up there. So like the entirety. Dude. Of the Monday project during during my time that I was recording, that's yeah, that's that's all still there, guys. Um, all right, when but, I but get yeah, that link, but, but but yeah, the uh, the SoundCloud that stuff's gone. All right, guys, when I get that link, you guys are gonna have to do a little bit of digging. There is one of our uh, segments which was probably the most iconic segments for me at least, and oh, that's yeah. when I fell asleep during the Grammys. That's gotta be oh like my God, yes. <laughs> we actually used that as like part of our production pieces. Like it was one of the things that was just like a mainstay for the show. I will I will definitely go digging myself. I'm gonna find one of those clips because you guys you guys don't understand like how crazy like those days were. Like we that was pretty fun. <laughs> was... And then and then you know the the whole uh, make Mike cringe thing that was that. Oh was my gosh, thing. those were so oh. good. Buddy, I, I, I have got to tell you this story. You will not believe me when I tell you this story. Oh? I was, I, I was out shopping um, a couple weeks ago. I was in Federal Way. I, uh, and I was there with my wife. She was, uh, we were looking for shoes for her for a, a wedding that we were going to. Yeah. We were in the like, the, like DSW or whatever the hell that, that shoe store in Federal Way is. And I, I'm looking around. I see, I see it. I see a... Uh, a dude that looks kind of familiar. And I'm like, you know, kind of like looking. Malcolm. <gasps> no way. And I like came around the car. I'm like, hey, buddy, how's it going? And he looks at me with like the who the hell are you look? And I'm like, oh, shoot. He doesn't recognize me. I was like, <laughs> I just kind of waved and awkwardly shambled away. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> That's... But yeah, yeah. So I I saw Malcolm at uh at the shoe store and he didn't recognize me. There's no way. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That's it was the it was the darndest thing. 
<laughs> and I think I, I so I, I was there with my wife. He was there with like, uh, you know, maybe like his grandma or something. I, I, I don't know. But um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was it was pretty interesting. No, that's crazy. I actually um, I was back west for a couple weeks ago because I went um, I flew out to Florida, which, by the way, I just want to throw this out here now. Yeah. In the nicest way possible. Why can't we teleport? Somebody make teleporting a thing. If I have to get on one more flight, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> it is not a fun experience. Um, exactly. But, no, uh, I had went west, and um, I went to go hang out with my parents for, like, a day or two. Actually, it was the time before that. It doesn't matter. Uh, point is, I was there, and uh, I had texted Malcolm. I was like, hey, yo, come through or whatnot. And Malcolm being the same Malcolm that he is, he was just, like, t- calling me, texting me halfway through, like, hey, is it okay if I come over? Is your mom going to be okay if I come over? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, dude, I don't live here. Like, I, sure. <laughs> like, if, <laughs> if if you're not allowed to come over, like, it's going to be news for the both of us, buddy. Like, yeah, no, right. it, was, it was great being able to see him again. I had to, uh, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to find a way. Um, hopefully my car gets fixed and I'll be able to drive out. i got to see what the, the the station looks like now. It's been a long time. Yeah. Is it um? Is it still is it accessible on weekends or do you have to have a guest pass for that? You've you got to get escorted. Okay, I will, I will find a way I to mean, get like, escorted. Like, like <laughs> actually escorted. It's, it's pretty wild. I will find a way because yeah, I haven't seen the station in a long time. Do they still have the banners? Like the uh, I th- think so. Maybe. Do people still sign them? I'm I'm assuming not because that kind of died out when we were. Yeah. Ah, that's so unfortunate. I think I still have my portion of it before they tore it down. Because right. I remember they had to tear them, and I was like, "Wait, hold on, let me get my sick, <laughs> let me get my signature." Yep, yep. But that was like kind of um. For you guys still in the stream, I'm about to end stream here in a second. Um, But we had, like, a rite of passage at the radio station where, like, you didn't, like, like you you belonged at the radio station no matter what. But, like, you weren't, like, really a part of the station until you signed your name on that wall. It was, like, your way of uh, really, really cementing your your time at the, the radio. Absolutely. Gabby, yeah, I, I have to eat. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, and yeah, I'll I'll keep trying to see if I can find this um, uh, direct link for like the full archive. But like, yeah, basically, like if you could find Mike Cyber Radio, you'll find everything there. Yeah, you, you want to? So like, I've done like three hundred episodes since. Um, so yeah, you want to? You know, if you if you go deep down in the feed, you'll see some. They're labeled Monday Project. Yeah, and you want like the low numbered ones. Okay. So yeah, I will find, dude. If there's a will, there's a way. I will find it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll dig around and see if I can find find some more direct links, and I'll I'll share those with you, and you can feel free and share them with your with your folks. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Um, stream. I am going to get ready to get out of here. Gabby, no, I don't hate you. Chav, I might join up. I don't know. Um, it's pancake time, bro. I'm hungry. So, stream, thank you guys for being here so much. Um, if you guys look at that that pinned post, if you want to find Mike's radio and his, his podcasting, 
that is the place to go. Dig deep. Go look for those Monday Project uh, episodes. But in the meantime, go listen to him. He's got some really awesome stuff. And he's going to be a blast to listen to. Thank you guys for being here. I love you guys. Everyone, show some love to Mike before before I close this thing out, please. Oh, that's so sweet. Everybody's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> hand kisses, hand kisses. Stream, I'll um, be back tomorrow night. You guys, uh, well, he, he always says make good choices. All I ask is you guys just to be back. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah, they're never this nice at all. They're so rude to me. <laughs> But yeah, uh, okay, I'm about to press and stream.